everything you need for a brand new day. Cliff Owen Kate for breakfast. The Cliffo and Kate podcast, and no surprise, it is a Cyclone Kiralee special uh, today, Kate. We did. It was very, very Kiralee special. We also had several mayors on the show, Cliffo. We yeah. had Julie Hall, who's the Whit Sunday's mayor. We also had Lynn McLaughlin, who is the Burdekin mayor. You can get uh, yesterday's podcast if you want, uh, Townsville Mayor Jenny Hill. It's been a mayor bonanza. It's been a madam mayor bonanza. Yeah. These women in our region doing amazing things. Gee, they're busy at the moment and we really do appreciate their time. Uh, Also, some of your calls. We get Nitso on from Weather IQ, all the regulars as well. This is the Cliffo and Kate podcast. There is still a tropical low out in the Coral Sea, which is expected to develop into tropical cyclone Kiralee later this afternoon. On the phone, we have our friend Nitso from Weather IQ. Nitso, she's taking her time to develop into a uh, into a cyclone. What's going on? <laughs> uh, not being sexist here, but like any good woman. <laughs> like, she's taking her so, time. We were all <laughs> thinking it. <laughs> all right. So she's about 650 k's to the east-northeast of Townsville at the moment. And then she finally has started to move towards us, uh, towards the west-southwest at the moment. So she's sort of coming directly at us. There might be a few little ebbs and flows in her track, a little kink in her track. But overall, she's coming at our section the coast line. She'll be here probably uh, late tomorrow, so around tomorrow evening, tomorrow night, and that coincides with a bit of a high tide in the area, which is around 2.6 metres as well uh, at that night time. Uh, look, in terms of rainfall, she's going to produce a fair bit of rain on that western side and then the northern side, so unlike most cyclones that come our way that produce most of their rain in the south, uh, so this one's going to be a little bit different to most. And we'll, we're going to start to see winds kicking up for the Bodies from late this afternoon, uh, particularly if you're uh, if you're out offshore. Uh, and then, of course, we'll start to see the winds uh, increasing significantly over Townsville tomorrow. But our first sign of rain from this thing's probably overnight tonight, early tomorrow, with just a little shower or two. And then from then, we're expecting to see maybe about late morning where the, the heavier rain starts to set in. Uh, in that last six to 12 hours before the system hits the coast. So we've still got the full day today. It should be a nice day to get uh, prepared and ready for it. Uh, the intensity on approach has been downgraded to a Cat 2. I think we talked about this yesterday, that mm. there was a few model downgrades in terms of intensities. Um, so it does look as though it's going to be intensifying, though, as it gets to the coast. So it is important that we, you know, Cat 2s are still a serious cyclone and we still need to be taking our preparations. Uh, okay, is it getting easier to pinpoint uh, a time and an exact sort of location crossing Nitso? Yeah, look, it's never never super easy when they're this weak. When they get a little bit stronger, it becomes a lot easier. Uh, but we are starting to see that area sort of within 50, 75 k's of Townsville being the, the, the hot spot. So anywhere from about Alva Beach Air through to just uh, in terms of the way the crow flies, 50, 75 k's, anything from Alva Beach through to Ingham, it appears to be the area that the system is going to end up crossing in. But it's going to be a fairly loose system. It's not going to be really tight. So you don't necessarily need to be right in the centre to pick up the, the big winds. The big winds will extend 
further north and further south of the system. So let's not get too fixated on exactly where this system crosses. Uh, when they're really strong, where it crosses exactly is really important. But when they're this week, you can be sort of 50, 100 Ks either side and still end up copying the best or the worst, sorry, of the winds. Um, so for those who haven't experienced a cyclone before, you said it's obviously been downgraded from a three to a two. What, 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 what's the difference between a category two and a three, mate? Yeah, it's a pretty substantial difference in terms of what they produce. So the, the Category 2 produces destructive winds, which for most houses, it shouldn't cause too much damage to most of your houses. Uh, obviously, loose awnings and that sort of thing, they might get displaced, uh, not safe to be in a caravan, that sort of stuff. But in terms of structural damage, our houses should uh, should be able to withstand a Cat 2 a lot easier than a Cat 3. We're still going to see a lot of tree damage, and a Cat 2 is usually enough to uh, to down power lines and 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 make a lot of folks lose power. So just be prepared for that eventuality. Um, so Category 2, look, not as serious as a 3 in terms of a threat, uh, threat to life, uh, but certainly threat to property is still there, uh, just not in terms of structural damage to most houses. Most newer houses these days are well and truly built above Category 2 intensity code. But as you said earlier in the call, still very much uh, the time to get prepared, North Queensland. Uh, Thursday night? Crossing Thursday evening, you're thinking? Yeah, Thursday evening, Thursday night is what we're thinking at the moment. So, and, and that's the other thing, nighttime, you sort of don't know what's going on. It's always a little bit uh, scarier when they happen at night. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that, that's the expectation. And remember, rainfall in that last 6 to 12 hours only, that, that, that heavier rain in that last 6 to 12 hours only. So you've got the whole day today to just uh, – Take it easy, but prepare your uh, prepare your stuff. Get rid of loose items in your. Uh, you don't want you don't want your picnic chair becoming a missile. No. Yeah, true. Uh, you know tomorrow. God, Thursday night crossing, the teenagers will be spewing. There'll be no late night shopping at Willows. What are they going to do, Nitzo? <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me I can get in a strand walk today? You reckon, Nitzo? Then. <laughs> yeah, get in a strand walk, enjoy the nice wind uh, coming off that. Uh, tomorrow, probably not so much okay. in the afternoon. Yeah, all right, so get that in today. Um, look, we're going to keep you updated right throughout this thing, and we're going to keep catching up with this man, Nitso from Weather IQ. Have a fantastic day, mate. Thank you. You too. Tropical cyclone Kiralee uh, is likely to cross the Queensland coast late Thursday between the areas of Cardwell and Airlie Beach as a Category 2 system. And one of the areas affected by the cyclone is the Sunday. So we have Sunday's Mayor Julie Hall on the line. Julie, how are the people of the Sundays preparing for this cyclone? So our community have been very, very good and very, very active in making sure that they're uh, getting well prepared. Um, we do have our sandbagging sand stations open. And look, I'd, I think everyone has been really amazing with their behaviour, but of course we do have a few people that get a little bit frustrated. Mm. So I just want to remind people that, you know, our SES workers and our emergency services are all doing the best that they can. So it's a really good time to remind people to be calm and respectful. What What are we actually looking at for the the? I mean, main, the, I mean, you're the Whit Sundays mayor, but um, our broadcast area mainly takes in Bowen. So what are we sort of looking um, at for the, for the Bowen region and, and sort of the surrounding townships? I guess. So we can only go on what the bomb is um, advising us at the moment. So we're looking at the winds um, getting a lot stronger by this evening and then uh, followed by a lot of rainfall. So, you know, we're preparing for that um, 
that damaging winds and also you know, potential flooding and flash flooding. Yeah, because I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off there, Kat. I'm looking at the, the map right now, Julie, mm. and Bowen well and truly is still sort of like in the, the latest tracking map, Bowen um, up to air, right up into Cardwell, still very much in, in the, the eye of the, the crossing path. Yeah, absolutely. We're telling everyone, don't be complacent. You know, you should be ready by now. You should know what your evacuation um, process is. If you need to, you should know your flood zone by now and you should have your emergency kits um, done by done by now. And I'm, I'm fairly certain that we, our community has been pretty active. We've had QPS out there door knocking, making sure that, you know, our caravan, people in our caravan parks know what's coming. Um, our sort of northern areas as well um, have been notified and, and have somewhere safe to go. So everyone's been pretty active on the ground. Julie, the the dashboard that you guys have is disaster.witsundaysrc.qld.gov.au. Obviously, people can go there to have a look at up-to-date information with what's going on. The other thing that people will be talking about is event cancellations. Obviously, we have Australia Day coming up on Friday. What events have been cancelled or, or what's sort of on hold at the moment? What's the update? There. Yeah, so we have actually cancelled our Australia Day event, um, mainly for people's safety, of course, and that will uh, go ahead late, later in February. Okay. So, yeah, and I believe Collinsville has also cancelled their Australia Day event. Okay, Julie. Any final words to your, to your residents or is it just that get prepared, stay alert, but don't be alarmed kind of thing? Yeah, but also, um, you know, if the roads are flooded, Forget it and yeah. stay off the roads unless you really, really need to. Yeah. Great advice. That's an important message that we haven't actually mentioned again this if morning. If you're flooded, the, the forget flooding, it. That's, yeah. That is how people die in, in these these weather events more often than not is driving into to floodwaters. So mm-hmm. really solid advice there. Julie Hall, Whit Sundays, Mayor. Thank you so much for your time, Julie. You're welcome. Thank you. Tropical cyclone Kiralee uh, is likely to cross the Queensland coast late Thursday between the areas of Cardwell and Airlie Beach as a Category 2 system. And one of the areas affected by the cyclone is the Sunday. So we have Sunday's Mayor Julie Hall on the line. Julie, how are the people of the Sundays preparing for this cyclone? So our community have been very, very good and very, very active in making sure that they're uh, getting well prepared. Um, we do have our sandbagging, sandbagging sorry, stations open. And look, I, I think everyone has been really amazing with their behaviour, but of course we do have a few people that get a little bit frustrated. Mm. So I just want to remind people that, you know, our SES workers and our emergency services are all doing the best that they can. So it's a really good time to remind people to be calm and respectful. What What are we actually looking at for the the? I mean, may, the, I mean, you're the Whit Sundays mayor, but um, our broadcast area mainly takes in Bowen. So what are we sort of looking um, at for the, for the Bowen region and, and sort of the surrounding townships? I guess. So we can only go on what the bomb is um, advising us at the moment. So we're looking at the winds um, getting a lot stronger by this evening and then uh, followed by a lot of rainfall. So, you know, we're preparing for that um, that damaging winds and also, you know, potential flooding and flash flooding. Yeah, because I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off there, Kat. I'm looking at the, the map right now, Julie, mm. 
And Bowen well and truly is still sort of like in the, the latest tracking map, Bowen um, up to air, right up into Cardwell, still very much in, in the, the eye of the, the crossing path. Yeah, absolutely. We're telling everyone, don't be complacent. You know, you should be ready by now. You should know what your ev- evacuation um, process is. If you need to, you should know your flood zone by now and you should have your emergency kits um, done by done by now. And I'm, I'm fairly certain that we, our community has been pretty active. We've had QPS out there door knocking, making sure that, you know, our caravan, people in our caravan parks know what's coming. Um, our sort of northern areas as well um, have been notified and, and have somewhere safe to go. So everyone's been pretty active on the ground. Julie, the the dashboard that you guys have is disaster.witsundaysrc.qld.gov.au. Obviously, people can go there to have a look at up-to-date information with what's going on. The other thing that people will be talking about is event cancellations. Obviously, we have Australia Day coming up on Friday. What events have been cancelled or, or what's sort of on hold at the moment? What's the update there? Yes, yeah, so we have actually cancelled our Australia Day event, um, mainly for people's safety, of course, and that will uh, go ahead late, later in February. Okay. So, yeah, and I believe Collinsville has also cancelled their Australia Day event. Okay, Julie. Any final words to your to your residents, or is it just that get prepared, stay alert, but don't be alarmed kind of thing? Yeah, but also, um, you know, if the roads are flooded, Forget it and yeah. stay off the roads unless you really, really need to. Yeah, great advice. That's an important message that we haven't actually mentioned again this if morning. If you're flooded, the, the forget flooding, it. That's, yeah. That is how people die in in these these weather events. More often than not, is driving into to floodwaters. So, mm. really solid advice there, Julie Hall with Sundays, Mayor. Thank you so much for your time, Julie. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, Tropical Cyclone Kiralee is on the way. And on the phone, we have Emma from Ergon Energy. Emma, thanks for joining us. What's the messaging from Ergon during this period? Like everybody else, we're urging people to be prepared for the unexpected. Cyclones are unpredictable, so we're always looking at a range of scenarios and we're asking everybody who's potentially in the cyclone or flood zone to ensure that they're prepared on the home front. Have a think about what you need for your household to go without power for a week or more. Um, Obviously, we don't know what the damage is going to be. We don't know how widespread it will be or where it will be, but the best thing to do is be prepared for the worst case scenario. This is the kind of thing that you guys would be preparing for all year round, isn't it? Like, I mean, obviously Ergon's number one priority, um, if the worst happens, is to get the power back on for residents. That's absolutely right, Cliffo. And we've had recent experience, obviously, with Cyclone Jasper. So um, we saw widespread damage from that to infrastructure, including the electricity network. Our crews are well-versed in responding to cyclones, floods, bushfires, whatever Mother Nature throws at them. But it's important to remember that we're all at the mercy of the weather, so they can be delayed in terms of assessing the damage. They can be cut off from sites because of flooding. It takes time, so we need people to be patient and be prepared. If, If they obviously the power does go out, is there a number that they can call or is there somewhere that they can go to to log any difficulties? Where's the advice that people need to go? 
So when you have a large number of customers without power, for example, Tropical Cyclone Jasper cut power to about 50,000 customers in far north Queensland. We don't want everybody flooding the phone lines and calling, and that uses up your mobile phone charge as well. So you can check that we're aware of your outage by going to Outage Finder. That's on Ergon's website if you search for it, and you can look down to the street level and just confirm that we're aware of your outage. When we want people to call is where they see life-threatening emergencies. So an example is uh, fallen power lines or sparking wires. Yep. So 131670 is the number to call there. That really specific information can help our crews when they're fault-finding and responding to emergencies. But you can check to ensure that we're aware of your outage on our outage finder on our website. I think you've answered my next question there, Emma. I was going to say, yeah, obviously you don't want the phone lines clogged with people reporting, you know, power outages when you'd be well aware of that. But that is the thing to do. Like say a a resident sees like a live power line that has broken or fallen or whatever, um, call that number that you mentioned. That's, That's the best thing to do. That's absolutely right. So 131670, fallen power lines are obviously a high risk during a cyclone uh, when tree branches and other debris can be blown into power lines and it's a life-threatening fault. So stay well away from any fallen power lines, warn your neighbours and report them to emergency services on triple zero or call Ergon. But obviously the best place to stay is indoors when uh, we've got a cyclone on the way. Emma from Ergon, thanks for keeping us updated. Anytime. Thanks, Cliffo and Kate. Brendan Cook, General Manager of the Townsville Airport, thank you for joining us this morning. What's what's happening at the airport over the next couple of days, Brendan? Well, good morning and thank you for having me on. Still undecided at this stage. We've been uncertain around the forecast um, of the cyclone and when the impacts will really um, make flying unavailable and when the airport will close. So we haven't made a decision as yet as, as prior to today. This morning we are waiting on the briefing from the Bureau of Meteorology and from the local disaster management team as to when um, those gale force winds will most likely be um, you know, impacting the area and the decision will be made from there. So today, as Wednesday, flying as normal. Um, as for flying on Thursday, it will stop at some point in time. We're just not sure when. The decision will be made this morning and will be very clear to the public through our social media channels and other um, our areas of what that change looks like. But it'll definitely stop flying on Thursday, just unsure when at this time. Okay, so if people do have scheduled flights on Thursday and into Friday, even into Saturday, keep it, well, keep listening to Triple M because we're always in contact with you guys, but alternatively on your socials, Brendan. Absolutely, yeah. Just, just really pay attention to all, all news channels, um, but most, most importantly, contact your airline, look at your flight um, status online, um, and, and check your, check what's going on with your flight specifically for you. Beautiful. Thank you, Brandon. Let's go to Darren, who is the general manager of Sealink. Uh, Darren, good morning. Welcome to the show. Are services impacted by this potential cyclone as yet, or we're, we're still like the airport, just holding out and waiting and seeing? Good morning, guys. Yeah, look, I uh, we've we commenced uh, preparations from Sunday, so we're pretty well prepared for this. Uh, Maggie Island and Palm Island services will be impacted from today. Palm Island we ceased yesterday, and we have cancelled um, Palm Island services today, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday at this stage. Uh, the final ferry service to Parton Towns of Breakwater Terminal will be at 5.25 p.m. this afternoon. We call that the Workers' Ferry. Yeah. <laughs> and and the last uh, service to Parton, um, the Nellie Bay Terminal on Maggie Island, will be at 6 p.m. Services will then cease. And at this stage, we have cancelled Maggie Island services tomorrow and Friday. Okay. 
And Saturday's just a wait at this stage, is it, Darren? Look, it is. These cyclones are unpredictable and we're in constant, you know, assessing and looking at all of the the forecasts and uh, working in conjunction with the local government authorities that we will only commence services when it's safe to do so. Yeah, makes sense. All right, so just repeating that, the airport's still open uh, today, but monitoring from tomorrow onwards, and those final services uh, about the 5.25 and 6 p.m. mark, 5.25 from Townsville, 6 from Maggie uh, with C-Link, but uh, the cancellation of services for Thursday and Friday. Darren, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, thank you, guys. Uh, look, just stay up to date. We're regularly updating our website, clink.com.au, and follow us on Facebook. We're on a watch zone in Townsville, the Burdekin, and the Sundays region. And on the phone with us this morning, we have Lynn McLaughlin, who is the Burdekin Mayor. Lynn, how are the people of the Burdekin preparing for Tropical Cyclone Kiralee? So they're, they're preparing very well. Like we've had really good responses with people going to the transfer stations, cleaning up their, their yards, preparing their houses. But the message really is that we talk about getting ready all the time. I want to tell the people of the Burdekin, think about what you're going to do during the event. Now, what happens if your roof does blow off? Have you given some thought to what you might do? What What is the message that you're sending? If that sort of thing does happen, is there somewhere that people can go, Lynn, or is you know what's the message that you're sending out to to the people of the Burdekin region? Well, it's really about people looking after themselves. Yeah, yeah. Because once the winds get to eighty kilometres all of the emergency services go into lockdown as well for their own safety. And um, I'm sorry, they're just doing some testing at the office. (laughs) That's okay. That's (laughs) That's live live radio radio for you. Fire testing. They're doing some fire testing. Now, hey, we're we're telling everyone get prepared, and that's what they're doing in the office. I I love to hear it. Um, So tell us, on that getting prepared, there would be some people asking some questions about sandbagging. Obviously, we're going to talk about the locations uh, across the Townsville region where where sandbagging is actually occurring. But what what about for the Burdekin? Where can people uh, pick up supplies for that, Lynn? Yeah, so that's been there for a couple of days, Home Hill, Air and Guru SES buildings. Beautiful. And we've had hundreds of people coming. There's bags there. A couple of the sites have got actual bag fillers. And um, everyone's been really cooperative and doing it. The, S- the SES have had about have answered about 40 calls to help people at, at risk and people who aren't able to help themselves. Lynn, event cancellations, obviously Australia Day is Friday. Are there any events in the Burdekin that have been cancelled or anything that's still going ahead? Oh, we're trying to wait as long as we can before we make that decision because this system seems to have its own mind and we'll just wait and see. Till the end of today, we'll make a call. Okay. The message I'm really hearing from you, Lynn, to the people of the Burdekin is just think, yeah. have those conversations and, and get prepared today. Yes. And, you know, stay informed. We, we direct everyone to the Burdekin dashboard, but for our community who doesn't use that communication, you can listen to the radio, you can call council office, because I know there's lots of our community who may not have access for the mm. dashboard mm. or for that 
internet. So we just want people to be informed, be prepared, look after yourself. Yeah. Don't blame anyone else. Don't expect anyone else to do things. And don't look you at Facebook, Lynn. Don't look at Facebook. <laughs> um, oh, for, well. the, for those of you in the Burdekin, so your dashboard is disaster.burdekin.qld.gov.au. Yes. So those yes. of our friends who are in Air, Home Hill, Brandon, even Alva, head to that uh, that dashboard. That is your friend. Lynn, I love yes. what a straight shooter you are. Lynn McLaughlin, <laughs> she is the mayor of the Burdekin Shire. No doubt we'll have uh, further chats with you over the next couple of days, Lynn. Thank you for your time this morning. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. It's Triple M Breakfast.